This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Brought to you by Panasonic, a company that continuously creates the technologies that move us all forward. And this year, you can join them when they bring new tech innovations to the first ever all-digital CES starting January 11th. Get your access pass at panasonic.com CES. Looking to decarbonize the metal industry, Bill Gates-backed Boston Metal raises $50 million. By Jonathan Scheiber. Steel production accounts for roughly 8% of the emissions that contribute to global climate change. It's one of the industries that sits at the foundation of the modern economy and is one of the most resistant to decarbonization. As nations around the world race to reduce their environmental footprint and embrace more sustainable methods of production, finding a way to remove carbon from the metals business will be one of the most important contributions to that effort. One startup that's developing a new technology to address the issue is Boston Metal. Previously backed by the Bill Gates-financed Breakthrough Energy Ventures Fund, the new company has just raised roughly $50 million of an approximately $60 million financing round to expand its operations, according to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The global steel industry may find approximately 14% of its potential value at risk if the business can't reduce its environmental impact, according to studies cited by the consulting firm McKinsey & Company. Boston Metal, which previously raised $20 million back in 2019, uses a process called Molten Oxide Electrolysis, or MOE, to make steel alloys and eventually emissions-free steel. The first close of the funding actually came in December 2018, two years before the most recent financing round, according to Tadeu Carnero, the company's chief executive. Over the years since the company raised its last round, Boston Metal has grown from eight employees to a staff that now numbers close to 50. The Woburn, Massachusetts-based company has also been able to continuously operate its three pilot lines, producing metal alloys for over a month at a time. And while the steel program remains the ultimate goal, the company is quickly approaching commercialization with its alloy program because it isn't as reliant on traditional infrastructure and sunk costs, according to Carnero. Boston Metals Technology radically reimagines an industry whose technology hasn't changed all that much since the dawn of the Iron Age in 1200 BCE, Carnero said. Ultimately, the goal is to serve as a technology developer, licensing its technology and selling components to steel manufacturers or engineering companies that will ultimately make the steel. For Boston Metal, the next steps on the product roadmap are clear. The company will look to have a semi-industrial cell line operating in Woburn by the end of 2022 
and by 2024 or 2025, hopes to have its first demonstration plant up and running. At that point, we'll be able to commercialize the technology, Carnero said. The company's previous investors include Breakthrough Energy Ventures, Prelude Ventures, and the MIT-backed hard-tech investment firm The Engine. All of them came back to invest in the latest infusion of cash into the company, along with Devonshire Investors, the private investment firm affiliated with FMR, the parent company of financial services giant Fidelity, which co-led the deal alongside Piva Capital and another undisclosed investor. As a result of its investment, Shyam Kamadoli will take a seat on the company's board, according to the filing with the SEC. MOE takes metals in their raw oxide form and transforms them into molten metal products. Invented at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and based on research from MIT professor Donald Sadaway, Boston Metal makes molten oxides that are tailored for a specific feedstock and product. Electrons are used to melt the soup and selectively reduce the target oxide. The purified metal pools at the bottom of a cell and is tapped by drilling into the cell using a process adapted from a blast furnace. The tap hole is plugged and the process then continues. One of the benefits of the technology, according to the company, is its scalability. As producers need to make more alloys, they can increase production capacity. Molten oxide electrolysis is a platform technology that can produce a wide array of metals and alloys, but our first industrial deployments will target the ferroalloys on the path to our ultimate goal of steel, said Carnero, the company's chief executive, in a statement announcing the company's $20 million financing back in 2019. Steel is and will remain one of the staples of modern society, but the production of steel today produces over 2 gigatons of CO2. The same fundamental method for producing steel has been used for millennia, but Boston Metal is breaking that paradigm by replacing coal with electrons. No less a tech luminary than Bill Gates himself underlined the importance of the decarbonization of the metal business. Boston Metal is working on a way to make steel using electricity instead of coal and to make it just as strong and cheap, Gates wrote in his blog, Gates Notes. Although Gates did have a caveat. Of course, electrification only helps reduce emissions if it uses clean power, which is another reason why it's so important to get zero carbon electricity, he wrote. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.